0: Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host Cody Laughlin. I just had an amazing interview with Dr. McGrath where we dove into where the beginnings happen about uh, in the education system and what he's doing to combat it. It's an amazing interview uh, to get you thinking and to get kids caught up in mathematics, which leads right into personal finance, which leads right into entrepreneurship. Uh, So if you haven't listened yet, make sure you check that out. But this is the high impact series uh, where I'm gonna ask the one big question And then we're going to find a takeaway for you to be able to go talk to your kids and have a money talk with them. This is going to do two things. One, you're going to affect the trajectory of their life because you're going to open that door. You're going to give them concepts and you're going to have them begin the understanding of the things that they need to learn. But two, you're going to build that relationship so that you're talking about something with them and you open that door. So and they're later in their life as they grow up and have bigger and bigger challenges, they know that you're a money talker and they can come talk to you about it and you have that relationship built. And so with that intro, are you ready, Dr. Negrath?
1: Yeah, ready to go.
0: All right, man, so here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't, that's had a major impact on your life?
1: Okay, so the, what I did was I, I went to uh, Landmark in uh, 2016. And, um, and that philosophy that they teach there, I believe it's called ontology. I mean, there's a lot of books out there and you can kind of actually just pick this up without taking the courses that they provide. But that philosophy, I think, is very important for people to understand because it starts to build the ability to break out of the patterns that we're stuck in um, due to our emotions, right? Because there's, there's a lot of places where we might have our own limiting beliefs and those limiting beliefs get passed on to our children, or they create their own limiting beliefs as a reaction um, to how those limiting beliefs are playing, right? So um, I think it's really important to kind of have this ability to discern what's reality, what's happening out there, what's, what am I, what's really possible versus what do I think I'm possible and where am I limiting myself, right? Because that's, that's so, kind of a big... You
0: mentioned, you mentioned you have a young child. And so as they start to go through things, because seeing that, you know, it's a paradigm is one of my favorite words in the world, right? It's the way you see the world, not the way the world is. And it sounds kind of like that's what uh, you're talking about is how how do you plan to foster that?
1: Well, okay. So the strategy that I'm using and and I'm keeping in mind that we're all human beings, right? So he's going Absolutely. to form his own limiting beliefs, but... The first thing is, is that none of my limiting beliefs are getting in, in his region, right? So that's me having control over myself, me practicing what I have to practice in order for me to be okay with that philosophy. And it's a lot of acceptance is what it is. It's a lot of um, acceptance and a lot of just being able to write down, what am I feeling? Because just writing that down and understanding why I feel the way I feel helps me to understand what do i have to do in order to be okay with it so now i'm at a point where you know my child could be yelling or or even telling me things like hey papa i don't want to hang out with you and i'm just like all right fine right i mean because any reaction other than that is potentially feeding the same ego that's causing you right they want maybe some negative attention they want to see if they're hurting you with right so like if you can constantly be loved in that, in the face of that, then theoretically speaking, your stuff won't get in their way. Now, it doesn't mean that they're not going to form their own uh, limiting beliefs at some point. So, at some point, I'm going to have to teach them the tools that were taught to me in order to work with that. In order for hopefully he can get beyond them because how, how will you do? Is, how
0: do you see yourself doing that with those tools? Could you give us an example?
1: Yeah. So one of the main tools that I use is um, is. The, the coach that gave it to me is called, a, it's called a grieving worksheet and he gave it to me when my father passed away. But what I'm finding is, is that like, if I can find, uh, if I can find an emotion that's, a, that's strong enough, that's maybe taking me out of um, what I want to be during the day, then I can run this grieving process on it. And it's about identifying the false meanings that we have added to our events in, in our lives and then being honest with ourselves about what the consequences of that was and, um, and then what did we actually gain from it? So like, for example, uh, the first step is, what am I looking for out of this situation? I'm looking for freedom, I'm looking for love, I'm looking for what, gratitude, whatever it is that you need at that point in time from that situation. This next step is, what do I regret? So these are the decisions that I've typically made in my life being under the guise that this is reality. So, um, one of my personal ones was that my mother doesn't love me. So, I mean, like, if you asked me, I wasn't going to tell you, no, my mother doesn't love me. But like, I had a belief that my mother doesn't love me, right? And some of the decisions that I made around that affected my personal life, especially when it comes to significant others, right? And so, once I could see that pattern and once I could write it down and say, well, I regret the way that I behaved and I regret that this happened and I regret that I hurt this person, you know, it wasn't intentional, but it happened. Right. Just being able to admit, heck, even admitting like, no, I, I was upset. I intentionally tried to get revenge in this situation, whatever it is. Right. Just accepting that it happened because you're a human being and it happens. Right. And then looking at it from the other side, what did you gain because of that? Right. And like, there's a lot that I gained. There's a lot of, for example, not being in a relationship for, for periods of time where periods of time where I was also very focused on getting my degree and very focused on graduate mathematics and learning to tango and doing these other things that I was doing, which ultimately made me who I am today. Like the, right. And then finally it's what are the gifts and lessons that you get to take with you? And what happens is as soon as you have those gifts and lessons, then the emotion no longer holds as much weight as it used to. It still maybe appears, you can still see it, but like, it becomes like, oh, there you are again. And you can then kind of just accept that it's there, but understand that this situation actually has nothing to do with that actual belief. And, and that's how I've been able to overcome them. But at the same time, um, it requires a degree of honesty that maybe like some people don't want to put in when I'm talking to the coach, because what he's got at this point is something I could build into a software. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I talk to the coach about what goes wrong, it's that people don't do it. It's that people, um, are not being honest when they do it. So like, it's, it's also challenging, but like, I'm just, I'm just happen to be that personality type. I mean, I've devoted my life to truth with mathematics, right? Mathematics is, philosophy. It's kind of like being an attorney, but everything that you're arguing about ends up having to be true.
0: (laughs) That's a great analysis. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so uh, I think about how that's applicable, right? To young people, because there's so much now that they're not allowed to bottle and show out for emotionally that you're finding that the, the levels of depression are unbelievably high because there's so much of an affront through social media with the appearance of happiness that being able to understand that the emotions there is identifying what it is is a lot of times what is the biggest step I know in my development being able to control my paradigm the way I see the world if I've got a reaction and emotion to it, it's not a good one uh, or it's not the one that I want it to be. It doesn't have to have to be good or bad. It could just be blah and I want it to be good or great. Then if I identify what it is and I can then look at, say, Hey, okay, well, what are the things that are causing me to feel that way? And then once I go from there as like, okay, am I look, could I look at this a different way? And normally if I step back from that, I had massive, uh, explosive business growth when I was able to do that. I wasn't reactionary anymore. I stopped and said, okay, what is going to cause me to get the best outcome and just drop the side of the emotion piece? Because that bothered me quite a bit. You know, something, somebody, and a lot of times I was in the wrong. Most of the time, I would say, because I was looking at it the wrong way. I just took my stance, right? And I think that
1: was- When we're emotional, we're going to do things that are not logically correct. And that's the whole thing is that like- if you're being taken by emotion and like, there have been times like in this journey, right? Where I've been in a place where I'm like, I can tell I'm emotional. I can even tell that the thing that I want to do is not the right thing to do, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, but I'm doing it anyway. So like the other half of it though, is accepting that you are a human being and you're going to have emotions. At one point I got angry at my wife because she was angry at me. I asked myself, well, why am I angry? So she was angry at me, so I got angry. i'm a human being i'm like that's what happens like we go out driving and you honk at someone and they think you're angry so they're pissed off now too and like i mean it's just a condition of life is what it is right so accepting that 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 like that you're not just going to feel happy all the time right like that oh yeah that's not the goal no but but you know the other thing here that you're mentioning with social media is that and, and I think this is 100% driving exactly what you're talking about with the depression and et cetera, is that we are perpetuating a society of victimhood. And it's a lot to do with the political correctness movement, right? Because like every time someone can say something that then makes you a victim, it means you're not in control of your life. Yes. <laughs> and so that's a very depressing scenario to be in. You have given your power away. And I mean, that's the whole thing is like, I've taken on empowerment as my core mission. So every time I see now disempowerment, it stands out to me like a sore thumb. It's like, but where am I being a victim, right? Like,
0: I, I teach my kids, the only thing they're given is choice, right? Yeah. Something happens yeah, to you, you important. choose how to react. It's your choice. You have the power. You own that you want to, anytime you want, you can choose whatever you want, but that's all, that's what you get. But whatever kind choices that you make, the outcome is you own it that as well. And so Absolutely. you're never a victim to anything because you chose, if you had chose something different, you know, then they would have had a different outcome. And so that's the way it is it's not a victim. You learn from it and you move forward. You know, and I think,
1: it, I think that's totally the way out of it. Right. I mean, that, that is the thing. It's like, And but also being able to expose it, right? So like one of the one of the sheets that uh, I have says like, well, who's the victim? It's almost always me when I fill it out. But then it also say who's the hero, and and who's the the villain? (laughs) Yeah, also me,
0: huh? (laughs) That that is the weird
1: thing, right? So like, but like as soon as you write down, like as soon as you write it down and you look at it, right? That's when your logical mind kicks in right? So yeah. like in your head, when you think these things, it sounds perfectly reasonable.
0: There's 70,000 thoughts a, a day that go through our head or something. So <laughs> there's a lot of stuff soon, swimming around. But when you put it on paper, then all of a sudden, it's like, it's one thought. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, that's kind of silly.
1: That right? exactly <laughs> what happens. You're yeah. like, like that can't be true. So let's what's the next thing. <laughs> and and so like, you go to the next step. Of, so like this guy, he's been doing this, like he's got a PhD in ontology. He just didn't do it through a school, <laughs> and so That's, like he's gonna. I don't. A, I, don't been a, I
0: don't believe that education always was the best school, anyway. So, <laughs>
1: well, to be honest, like I don't even know if this philosophical branch is 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 in the universities. So like, yeah. landmarks doing it. Werner Werner. Uh, I can't remember his last name immediately. And there's other people out there that are writing on this, but I don't know if they've like affiliated. But like they should be because when I look at what they've written. With the assumption, like they've actually built a very nice logical philosophy, right? Looking at it as a mathematician. And, and as, far, as far as I can tell, the assumptions they're using are true. So the things they are saying is also true.
0: Well, the truth comes from the outcome. If it works, then it's probably true, right? And so, especially (laughs) in that side. So, uh, as you said, you have to get to the end, right? You have to, uh, you're a lawyer who has to argue to the truth. And so, if the product works on the inside of it and it's logical to get there, then it's probably something that they're on the right path, right? And so, um, I, I, uh, you know, that's a very big concept to take away in a money talker takeaway, but I do appreciate it because you're a big thinker and you're, you're attacking things Uh, from the outside in and not just the logical path of well that's the way it's always been so that's the way we'll do it and so um, I appreciate you um, for doing that because I think that you're starting so early now but also for kids that have gotten off the wrong path to come back and to be able to come back and conquer those things so that they can know how to think and not how to memorize and so uh, if you haven't uh, listened to the previous episode and you want to check out what Dr. McGrath is doing, the amazing work they're doing there, please go ch- check out ElephantLearning.com, uh, and he's put the invitation out there as well to to connect with him uh, through LinkedIn. Um, but this is the uh, this is the moment where you can you may need to listen to this one twice because we went through some pretty big concepts, and uh, and having that ability to identify your emotion is such a big piece in the success that you'll have later in life because it takes a while for you to master that if you ever do and so to be able to talk about those things early in life and be able to recognize that they're not wrong they're not right but they are what they are and that's how you can improve them by identifying them whatever you put light on shine this is what i like to tell people right and so um i want to thank you for coming on to money talkers with me uh and and um and i I appreciate the work that you're doing with elephantlearning.com
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today.